Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the NFL Draft Show 2023. And I want to concentrate on the inside linebackers in this draft. I don't think it's the best inside. I don't think there's a Roquan Smith or Devin White in this uh, draft. But there's certainly some talented players. And let's just get it started. Let's not, like, beat around the bush right here. They're hard to find. College football. Look, college football is just different than the NFL. You know, college football, it's a spread offense most places, even the SEC. Um, you're not getting power runs and, you know, power scoops inside. You want linebackers that can play in space, that can run. And so, to me, the number one off-the-ball inside linebacker in this draft is Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. Now, Drew Sanders, number 42, go watch him. He was, had a great season this year at Arkansas, had 103 tackles. He was a top-flight recruit in this country. Went to Alabama and was there for a couple seasons. Um, really didn't play much. Went to Arkansas and he was phenomenal. I mean, he's six foot five. He's two hundred thirty-three pounds and he can flat out run. Um, I I just knew him. I've, I've got a farm up in Denton, Texas. He went to Denton Ryan High School, which a it's just a powerhouse in the state of Texas. They put out a lot of great players. It's a big time program. And Drew came out of there and, you know, he, uh, you know, he could do it all really. I mean, he can blitz. He had 10 and a half sacks over the last two years. He had nine and a half sacks this year as a blitzer and a guy that can come off the edge. Like you've got some versatility to what Drew Sanders can do. I, I you know, there's just, he's a part-time rusher, but when you just watch him run, like he's got what it takes, you know, he's got great speed. Um, he's got good instincts. He can tackle in space. It just remains to be seen. Like if he's, you know, if he's playing, you know, in the NFL and you're playing the Baltimore Ravens, you're going to have 340 pound offense tackles in your face all day. Like, how's he getting off that stuff? And can he take the fight to him? Cause he hadn't had to come down and thump a whole lot of people. But one guy that does thump, and does have a whole lot of thump, is uh, Henry To-O-To, <clears throat> okay? To-O-To-O from Alabama has got a whole lot of thump. Um, he's got 350 tackles uh, in his career at the University of Alabama. Put up any game in the last four years from Alabama and just watch number 10 go make plays. I mean, 350 tackles, no joke. He started 50 games for the Crimson Tide. That's hard to do. It's hard to come in, not just play 50 games, start 50 games, stay healthy, put up with Nick Saban, you know, I mean, change defensive coordinators, all the stuff that they've done, and just keep performing. Um, an amazing producer. Now, he's 6'1", he's 230 pounds. He's a little light for an NFL linebacker. But there's plenty of guys playing in this business that are 227, 230 like To'o, To'o. Um, he is, he's an exciting player. Like, could he be, could he be a second round? Could he, like, I remember uh, Quincy Williams, who starts for the New York Jets now. Quincy Williams, a third round pick at Jacksonville. He's the brother of Quinn Williams. Um, I think he went to like Murray State or something. Like, he's a really good football player. And when I watch Henry To'o, To'o, I, I, I feel like that's a comp. Quincy Williams, just plays in space, can flat out run, makes a lot of plays. Um, the Jets are happy to have him. But, you know, are the Jets looking to, you know, 
how long is CJ Mosley going to be there? Um, you know, he's been a, you know, highly paid guy and highly productive guy, but sometimes you want to start stocking the shelves and getting ready um, in case there's injuries or players move on. Um, so anyways, uh, that's, that's a, a really good player. My second choice uh, right there. Um, my third, my third choice is Trenton Simpson from Clemson. number 22. Like I, I remember the first time I watched him, I'm friends with Jeremiah Trotter. Trot played here in Philadelphia. He grew up here. His son went to St. Joe's prep here. Uh, he starts for Clemson. I remember just going, let me, you know, let me watch, you know, Trot's brother, uh, son, his oldest son. He's got two. So, I, you know, I turn him on and, you know, he's wearing 54 like his dad. And I, and I just can't take my eyes off 22, Trenton Simpson. That's when I first started watching him. Now I started studying him. And, you know, he's uh, he's 6'3", he's 230 pounds. He ran a 4'4", like he can, he's your classic college off the ball inside linebacker. He can fly, and you see it, you know, from the backside chasing down screens on the other side of the field. He gets there. Um, he he's strong. He bench pressed two hundred twenty five pounds twenty five times. Um, he started thirty seven games for the Tigers. That means he's played in a lot of big games for Clemson, and that's important. Um, but I, I, you know, just the question remains. Exactly what I said about. Drew Sanders is all right when he goes into these NFL camps and he's taking these teams on that like to run the football. You're playing the Indianapolis Colts and there's Jonathan Taylor coming right at you and you got to fight off Quentin Nelson. Like, how are you taking him on? Are you just going to jump out of the way the way a lot of linebackers do in this league and let, you know, Jonathan Taylor go for 20? Or are you going to take that guard on and stuff him? Like, those are things that you can't see a lot in college, but you have to project that they can do it. And so, you know, at this position, it's a little bit of a projection that they're going to be able to do that. But I don't have, um, you know, Trenton Simpson's, like, it's important. His dad's in the military. You know, he grew up, you know, very disciplined. And I believe he, he plays with a, a discipline. But yet, kind of a frenetic, um, let's fly around and let's go make some plays. So I see, I see both that from Trenton Simpson. My next choice is um, Noah Sewell. If the name sounds familiar, he's the younger brother of Panay Sewell, also played at Oregon. Panay Sewell is a dominant offensive tackle for the Detroit Lions. He was at Oregon, a freak athlete, like just, you know, 335 pounds, huge frame. And his brother Noah isn't built like that, but he's 253 pounds on a 6'2 frame. And I don't have any questions that when he goes to the NFL, he's going to, like, bring the leather. Like, he can, he can bring some thump. To the party. Um, you know, he ran a 4-6-4-40, a 1-5-7, you know, split, uh, 10-yard split. Like he's got suddenness, he's got quickness, and he can go smash you. Uh, there's a lot of good games to go watch. He had 31 starts at Oregon for the Ducks. Uh, I feel very comfortable saying that Noah Sewell could be a second round, maybe as late as a third round pick, but not any later. Like he's an off the ball inside linebacker that I think could could really excel in the NFL uh, because of his his size and the way his body's built and the power that he plays with. Um, Noah Sewell is a top flight prospect that I'm excited to watch. Um, just imagine, you know, the Minnesota Vikings lost, um, you know, Eric Kendricks this offseason and free agency. 
I could just imagine Noah Sewell going to the Minnesota Vikings with their third round pick perhaps um, and him going up against his brother and just seeing that brotherly love of Panay Sewell twice a year against his younger brother, Noah Sewell. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, I did that against my younger brother, Gary, when I was in Indianapolis and he was in Buffalo and went up against him. It's, you know, just one of those things. To round out my top five, I'm going to Iowa and Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell is a real prospect. Um, you know, he's been a three-year starter. He's played 43 total games for the Hawkeyes. Uh, you know, he's a big he's a big kid. He's 6'5", he's 250 pounds. They move him around. He looks like an off-the-ball inside linebacker with length, but he can rush the passer. Um, he had five interceptions. He had, you know, a bunch of tackle for losses. He hit the quarterback 11 times. He had three, four. I mean, he's got a stat page now. Three force fumbles. He had 300 tackles. Like, he's a productive player in a top-flight program that trains their players from time that they come in as freshmen through the weight program. A lot of these guys are red-shirted. I mean, it's an old-school developmental program at Iowa. And so by the time they get to this stage, they've they've been tested. Their winter programs, you know, you're you're spitting into a bucket at the end of them. Like you're just gassed, like they train them hard. And typically Iowa players in the NFL don't disappoint. You could just go through the guys that have come through that program that are stars in this league. that are tough guys. Um, there's something about the way they, they get trained and they're off season, the weight room, everything. They do it the right way. And I feel like Jack Campbell is a benefit of that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about seeing Jack play and what he might be able to become at this level. Because of his length, because of the way that he can run, uh, the way that he sheds blocks, like he's he's a really exciting prospect. Um, I'm anxious to see how teams use him. I mean, because he can rush the passer. He is a good blitzer. Um, you know, the, the, the fact remains on all these guys, honestly, is – if they want to be a three-down lineman or a linebacker, off the ball, inside linebacker, they got to be able to cover. You know, typically, like if you go to San Francisco, okay, and you look at their linebacking core, you know, if they're in man coverage, typically one linebacker is covering the tight end. The other linebacker is covering the back. If teams are in 13 per, or 11 personnel, they have one back, one tight end, three receivers. Usually the way that um, you divvy up the uh, – what you have to do on the play, if they're a man coverage and they're blitzing, whatever, you know, you're going to get one on tight end, one on the back. So at some point, you got to be able to cover tight ends. That's where a length like Jack Campbell has at 6'5. You want to run with tight ends down the scene, in, you know, in Tampa 2 look the way they're asked to do it. Um, you know, he's got the length to be able to do it in the speed. And then if you've got to cover these backs out of the backfield, Christian McCaffrey and some of these guys, I mean, you've got to be able to play in space change directions, because um, if you can't, um, they're going to go put a dime linebacker there, a safety, they'll drop a corner down, and you'll be off the field. And they'll play like a lot of teams do right now, playing one linebacker. Like the Eagles play T.J. Um, TJ Edwards this year as kind of their one linebacker in so many sets. And then they would play, um, you know, a safety as the, as the extra linebacker because they needed somebody to cover that's why you can stay on the field longer. So some of the debates in the war rooms about all these five guys and more is, okay, what are we doing on third down? What are we doing on second and 12? 
when they're in spread formations. You got a flex tight end over here. You've got Christian McCaffrey in the back. You got Kittle and you got McCaffrey. You know, can they run with George Kittle? Can they cover Christian McCaffrey? I'm throwing one team out there. I mean, it wouldn't be any different if you were playing Dallas last year with Dalton Schultz and Tony Pollard. You know, how are you covering these guys? Can our off-the-ball inside linebacker do that? And I think a lot of these guys can. But that's that's the challenge, to stay on the field. Like, the Giants made a huge offer this year to uh, Bobby Okereke, um, you know, who was a really good player for the Indianapolis Colts. And the Giants been looking for, you know, an inside linebacker for a decade. And they haven't been able they, – they put guys in that position. But guys either haven't been able to stay healthy or haven't been able to do it. And they signed Okereke to a big-time contract because he can cover. And he's an every-down linebacker. And that's a big, big part of uh, today's game. And so when I look at these off-the-ball inside linebackers, in my mind, because they're not asked to cover a lot of, you know, tight ends at the line of scrimmage, flex tight ends in college like that, I want to see if they have the ability to do it. Uh, most of these teams in college are playing zones. These guys are, you know, dropping back into these curl flat zones and just reacting, which is fine. But, you know, at some point, you got to be able to cover man-to-man, and that's going to be the challenge for a lot of these players. But that's my top five inside linebackers, the way I see it, live and straight from Baldy's Breakdowns, the NFL Draft Show.